You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So uh, around 2017, there was a hearing for the Competition Commission. And really, this was looking at uh, a submission that had come around from retailers in townships who were complaining about them being stifled by big business, big business not making it possible for them to thrive. So uh, the hearings obviously were over a period of time. And uh, the Competition Commission uh, released some sort of a report uh, very recently talking about how this, this has been the, the young the young business person in the in the township has been affected we wanted to speak to the people who are represented by um, by the businesses in Soweto for instance in this particular case but I think the the Soweto cases you know obviously reflect other cases as well in other townships around the country uh, the person we're going to speak to is from the business access it's it's almost like a council it's in Putin Puti who's a chairperson of Soweto business access just to give us a, a background on Exactly what were the concerns going into this Competition Commission inquiry? Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, Mr. Mputi. Good day, good day, my sister. How are you? We are well. The the inquiries that started in 2017, give us the background there. Mr. Uh, Mputi? Hi. Yes, I'm, I'm just saying, would you give us a clear background of what these <coughs> inquiries were about, the hearings that started in 2017 for the Competition Commission? I wish I was qualified to tell you about the origins yes. thereof, but uh, our contribution yes. was based on the observations that we've made in, uh, you know, in shopping malls. Mm-hmm. If you go to any shopping mall, big and small, but uh, mostly the big ones, you'll find, you know, the decimation of our culture. You know, not only in terms of business, but also identity. If you go to any major uh, shopping mall, you, for instance, if you go to any major shopping mall, it is very difficult to find any Afrikaner brand. Meaning Afrikaner people to a great extent, their culture, their identity have been marginalized by brands that um, a, a lot of them they, because they are JSE listed, a lot of them, they are foreign, they, they, they largely push an interest that favors uh, uh, foreign investors. So that is issue number one. What we do not want to see happening is us as black people suffering the same fate as Africaners. That's issue number one. Another thing, if you and I look at the uh, township uh, uh, small operators, especially retail uh, operators, would realize that a lot of people are resorting to those industries largely because those are industries with minimal barriers to entry. Mm. A lot of our grandmothers who have got little money, mm. who have got a lot of uh, dependence in terms of grandchildren, mm-hmm. um, you know, people that are uh, looking after kids whose parents have died through bit, uh, violence from uh, apartheid era armies or even HIV. There's a lot of uh, pensioners that are looking after children. And one of the areas that has always been able to sustain them is the retail sector. Now, when we look at a person operating at that level, it is not a business. It is survival. Mm. So when you then get shopping malls that are going to be set up to be able to compete with those people, what you are then doing, you are not only killing 
those breadwinners, but you are also denying a lot of their beneficiaries' livelihood. And that is why, at some stage, as a country, we need to ask ourselves, whose interest do we want to look after? Are we going to look after the interests of foreign investors, or are we going to look after the interests of uh, uh, South Africans, especially in emerging townships like Soweto? Okay, so I imagine, I mean, you've put yourselves together as, as called business access, Soweto business access. What are you Correct. doing about the situation? Okay, three things, are, three things are important. The first one is that we've, gone to, we've come to understand that we do not know everything. Mm-hmm. So what we have then done is we've gone to government and we've forged the relations with government. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say that the sixth administration mm-hmm. you know, has given us a minister who is passionate about the retail sector. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you are finding that the small business department is all embracing of the retail sector. And as a result, they are prepared to listen to our cries to be protected. They are prepared to listen to our cries for, you know, um, yeah, leveling of the economic playing field. Mm. So there is one strategic uh, partner. But at the same time, we've engaged stakeholders like the South African Chamber of Commerce, who've got a lot of international partners who are prepared to give support to township uh, 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 manufacturers so that we can then be able to not only depend on the retail sector but on the manufacturing side. And then lastly, we do have people that are established and they've done this in people. There's people like uh, B.B. Cash and Kerry from the Free State uh, uh, who've done this thing very well. So what we are now doing, instead of reinventing the wheel, we are asking people like uh, Saki, people like a small business department through the South African Spaz uh, Association mm-hmm. to then help us buy in bulk from the likes of uh, BB Cash and Carry so that we are then able to not only compete with uh, you know, uh, foreign investors, but we are able to give bread to a lot of manufacturers. You need to remember that the retail sector, especially the township retail sector, gives a lot of support to farmers, farmers of potatoes, farmers of eggs, etc., etc. They derive a lot of their income from the informal sector in places like Soweto. Some of these things, though, are low-hanging fruit. We don't need big interventions. We just need efficiency. Things like getting uh, licensing, you know, for some of the the, the people who are in business in townships. It takes a long time for a business to be given uh, a trading license, for argument's sake, in an area which is a residential area, which is where a lot of these people do businesses. If you're not going to be in a mall, then somebody says that you're not compliant uh, because you're not in an industrial space. So someone who wants to bake bread or cookies or whatever, they're not so there are small things that can be done when you engage with government why is it taking for so long for some of those licenses to be to be handed out to people or even for inspection to come to come through well my sister like i said you know fortunately mm. the south african chamber of commerce have heeded our call to mm. say they know you know the, the regulatory environment mm. and as a result they are prepared to help us contend with competition without necessarily resorting to violence. So issues like the regulation of the retail sector, especially the 
uh, informal retail sector yeah. are issues that we have asked the South African Chamber of Commerce to then be able to help us make sure that we can identify people that will go and I, uh, uh, point out the businesses, whether they are owned by South Africans or non-South Africans, point out businesses that are in violation of our labor laws, of our tax laws, etc., etc. So I'd like to believe that the new minister is uh, you know, open to discussion, and I do believe that she has met you know, people like the Spaza Association, and those discussions are such that there can be a mechanism that can be used uh, legally that is going to make sure that everyone complies uh, uh, with our laws, but most importantly, they contribute to the fiscal. The critical thing, uh, uh, my sister, is that we need to create job-creating enterprises in township. We need to create tax-paying enterprises in the township. So the shopping malls right now have not played any role whatsoever in helping us create taxpayers in townships. In fact, the opposite uh, has has happened, where they've killed a lot of their businesses and they are now finding survivors. And that's why I am of the opinion that uh, once we can be able to understand the gravity of the situation in townships and villages, in terms of businesses that are being decimated by shopping malls. Once you understand the degree of the negative impact they are having, we will then understand the speed with which we need to stop shopping malls from mushrooming because they are doing a lot more harm than good. Well, we're not going to, you know, those the ones that exist are already there. I want to know how far your negotiations are with them in terms of those relationships that you want to mend, for instance, giving access. You said there isn't much access for the small guy to go into those retail spaces. How far are we with those negotiations? Well, if you go to Alexander, which is not very far from um, um, uh, Sentin, mm-hmm. you know that a, there is a shopping mall that is owned by big business but in association with the Alexander Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Those examples that we believe are the best way in which both big and small businesses can coexist without necessarily be, being confrontational uh, against each other. So there are those models that are working. So it is only a case of us being able to put in the minds and the consciences of property developers that their investment in township is welcome, but we need to be cognizant of made of uh, strategies that they sometimes deploy that are counterproductive because some of these malls are welcome because they are creating jobs for our brothers and sisters, but some of the damages that they are, co- uh, that they are causing are far-reaching. So all in all, there are models. If you go to Lenasia, there are shopping malls that incorporate small businesses within those malls. So there are models that we can copy. And uh, yeah, so that we are not seen as people that are counter, you know, investment in township. We welcome investment. But as long as we are aware that that investment has going to go hand in hand with our developmental agenda, which right now shopping malls have not embraced. Right now, shopping malls are killing. They are killing in big numbers. Uh, that's um, Putin Putin, the chairperson of Soweto Business Access. Thank you.